Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Checking in about food allergies and introducing allergenic foods. And have you done peanut with your baby yet? Well, intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters like peanut butter are choking hazards for babies, but we want to get that peanut protein into your baby early and often in order to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. My absolute favorite way to introduce peanuts for babies is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. So When you hear puffs, like you're probably like, oh, those starchy little puff things. Like, no, no, no. Not the little ones that earlier eaters can't pick up. Those kind of crappy puffs from the store that have added sugar and refined grains and lots of salt. Uh uh. The Puffworks baby peanut puffs have no added sugar. They have just a smidge of sodium for preservatives, and they are the perfect size for baby led weaning. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger. So, you can, baby can pick them up, self-feed them, but they're so soft that they dissolve in your baby's mouth so you can introduce these peanut puffs even before your baby has teeth. Puffworks also makes a baby almond puff for the safe introduction of a separate allergenic food category. That's tree nuts. And now, finally, Puffworks put out a combo case. So it's half baby peanut and half baby almond. So if you want to grab one case, then you can knock out two new allergenic foods. We do these on different days, though. These are just the no-stress, low-mess way to get peanut and tree nut out of the way. So you can get 15% off everything at puffworks.com when you use the affiliate discount code BLWPOD. That's a new code. It's BLWPOD. Use that sucker at checkout at puffworks.com and get peanut and tree nut safely out of the way. Generalized mouthing is mouthing at the front of the mouth. So maybe putting objects, even maybe their own fists in the front of the mouth. And this developmental stage occurs anywhere between four and six months of age. And during that time, we can introduce breast milk or formula in the tiny pops and have them learn lip rounding and tongue elevation and really explore that generalized mouthing stage that is developmentally appropriate. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning. Breast milk popsicles or formula popsicles. They're a thing. Who knew? I have to admit, when my friend Don Winkleman told me, top secret, I'm developing a breast milk popsicle mold for easy peasy, I admittedly rolled my eyes. I was like, Don, who's going to make or use a breast milk popsicle? Turns out people love breast milk popsicles. And there's this whole new category of pre-feeding skills that Don and the team at Easy Peasy is really helping to revolutionize. So Don was on a little while back. She's a speech language pathologist. She recently launched a series of oral development tools for Easy Peasy. They're the company that makes the original silicone suction mats and bowls. And I've worked with them for about eight years at this point in the feeding space and feeding gear, because I kind of pick up with babies after six months of age when they start solid foods. But from a developmental standpoint, there are ways 
that we can help our babies get ready for when they start solid foods and to help set them up for success. And that's kind of the whole notion of this pre-feeding category that again, Dawn is a very vital player in. So today on the podcast, she's going to be talking about the development of the breast milk popsicle molds. They also can have formula or purees. I did I made a meat popsicle the other day for a baby. And she's going to talk about how, now the, the meat popsicle, just a heads up, would not be for a baby prior to six months of age. So we're focusing primarily on breast milk and formula, but how these tools can kind of contribute to your baby's success. So if you kind of like the behind the scenes stories of how products come to market and then how the designer envisions that they will be used, I think you guys will love this episode called Breast Milk Popsicles. Try this pre-feeding activity. It's with Dawn Winkleman. She's a speech-language pathologist, pediatric feeding expert for Easy Peasy. She's also a feeding therapist. So I love that all of the products that she designed, they come out of a place of need. I think those are the best products in the baby space, right? Where you're just like, wait a minute, someone solved a problem. And she's going to talk about some of the other existing popsicle molds that are out there and why they're not appropriate for babies. So with no further ado, here's Dawn talking and teaching about breast milk popsicles or formula popsicles. Hi, Katie. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Okay. I want to hear what's new in your life, what's new with work. I know you guys recently got back from the ABC Kids Expo in Vegas. So you were there on behalf of the work you do with Easy Peasy. So what sort of new trends are you seeing in the baby gear and baby feeding world? Um, actually, it's been more, it was a little disappointing, to be honest. The only innovation that was really happening at ABC was actually at our booth, which sounds completely conceivable. Well, glad I didn't go since I already know all your products. Yeah, but it was like people had like more patterns of things. So if they had like a particular pattern, like of a bib or something like that, they had more patterns, but nothing new and innovative, nothing that was like groundbreaking. Yeah, I feel like people are just excited to be in person and like yes. maybe a new color of things, but there's nothing like super awesome happening in the baby gear space. Yeah, nothing, you know, nothing really astounding. There was one or two small brands that were actually launching at ABC that I think have really good promise that you and I can take offline and, and chat about that later. But really, the we were the innovators in the space there. Like we had our tiny pops, which we're going to be talking about, you know, here today. We had our oral development tools, you know, really groundbreaking things that are new in the juvenile space that really hasn't been done before. So that's that was kind of exciting to kind of showcase that. And you mentioned some of the new product launches. You guys have had so much stuff with Easy Peasy come out lately. I swear I can hardly keep up. You are continually putting out all these new developmentally advantageous products that help promote independent feeding. You mentioned the Tiny Pop. So we're going to be talking today about breast milk popsicles. Tell me a little bit about those Easy Peasy Tiny Pops. Why did you decide to create this product? So most popsicles on the market are geared towards a toddler's oral cavity. So they have a large mold that is too wide or too long for a baby's tiny, compact oral cavity. Um, because of this developmentally inappropriate feature, parents have to hold those types of popsicles and actually put them into a baby's mouth, which of course, as we both know, is contradictory to a baby-led approach to feeding and may actually increase gagging and choking risks since they're kind of shoving it into their mouth and holding it in there and with it being too big and, and very difficult for babies to be able to swallow around it. In addition, most popsicles have a really narrow handle that's difficult for babies to hold independently. Thus, babies will drop the popsicle and or lose interest, you know, spilling, you know, the hard-earned breast milk or expensive formula. And parents 
will again have to hold that popsicle for the baby and actually place it into their mouth. So the baby isn't, it's not a baby led kind of example, right? The baby's not holding onto the popsicle. The baby's not putting it into their own um, mouth. So, and that's just not acceptable. You know, this is nutrition that babies need, that, that formula, that breast milk, and a really good sensory activity that babies need. So I designed a popsicle mold that is baby led, which has a baby led handle, which is short, fat, and round, making it easy for a baby to grasp it and eat it independently. And it's also portion sized for a baby's developing mouth. So that is perfect size for their mouth and for their tummy as well. I love that you only design products that the world needs. I feel like there's so much stuff in the baby space where you're like, you know, nobody actually needs that, right? But I'm like, if Dawn designed it, it's because there was either another product out there that wasn't appropriate for this age range. And you and I do most of our work in, I know you kind of go up the chain, but I really specialize in infant feeding. So any new tool that comes out from Easy Peasy that's kind of for that early eater, I know you designed it for the right reason. So I really appreciate that. And we have you know, so many parents listening who are excited or they might be anxious about starting solid foods and they want to know what they can do prior to when their baby is is ready to start solid foods. As far as like, a, you know, like a pre-feeding skill, I know I hear you talk about this. How does the tiny pop play into that pre-feeding category for infants? So popsicles can really help baby explore their own mouth. I mean, you see babies are putting their feet in their mouth, their hands in their mouth, you know, their fingers, all different objects. Popsicles can really help babies really explore that. And those are critical pre-feeding movements. So having things putting into their mouth, even their own hand is pre-feeding, right? We want babies to um, learn about those movements. We want them to learn about those sensations and really start to establish mouthing early on. So for example, generalized mouthing is mouthing at the front of the mouth. So maybe putting objects, even maybe their own fists in the front of the mouth. And this developmental stage occurs anywhere between four and six months of age. And during that time, we can introduce breast milk or formula in the tiny pops and have them learn lip rounding and tongue elevation and really explore that generalized mouthing stage that is developmentally appropriate. And then there's also discriminative mouthing, which is a different type of mouthing that includes the oral discrimination of the mouth needed for safe eating and drinking. And this develops around six months of age. And the Easy Peasy Tiny Pops can then provide a texture to bridge the advancement of baby's mouthing development and prepare them for starting solids, which also begins at six months of age. So at that time, we can start filling up that popsicle with, you know, purees and different types of other foods in addition to breast milk or formula. So we're really moving the mouth in these pre-feeding activities I'm really focused on mouth movements and generalized mouthing of the oral cavity so that we're really preparing that baby for solid foods. You know, you and I talk about this all the time that parents are just like, you know, my baby's just sitting there with like food in front of them and they're not really interested. If we can kind of gear babies to actually start working on these mouthing sensations before we start solids at six months of age, you know, using the tiny pops is, is a great tool, then baby can be more ready from a sensory standpoint and from a motor standpoint as well. And so let's talk a little bit about what sort of liquids or foods you're freezing and using with the tiny pops. Because I know you've mentioned breast milk and formula pops. We recently, for a little bit of an older baby who'd already started solid foods, they did a pureed meat pop. It was like this family was so anxious about transitioning to meat. So I was showing them all the different ways that you can help introduce your baby to this new taste and this new texture and the iron foods. What other things are you putting in the tiny pop besides breast milk and formula for the pre-feeding skill? Yeah. So for baby six plus months, I'm using them to introduce colorful purees, right? 
So it could be, you know, red, orange, yellow, really bright colors, which is very different from like a very opaque or white popsicle that breast milk or formula provides. So really offering that variety of color is really important. And offering babies, you know, a variety of different colors in popsicle form can actually transcend into mealtime, right? So having babies be more interested in fruits, being more interested in colorful vegetables. So that's one type of food I put in. I also offer potentially allergenic foods in popsicle form. Since the tiny pops make two popsicles uh, for parents, they can easily offer two potentially allergenic foods, right? One on Friday, one on Saturday. So we're actually giving them that nice frozen treat, but also being able to kind of coincide with the research that, that you know, that says that we need to engage in these potentially allergenic foods early and often. So this is a great way for parents to kind of introduce those um, potentially allergenic foods and feel a little bit more comfortable with them being in a popsicle form as compared to maybe strips of these foods. And then for my babies who have been really sick or some of my babies that are kind of struggling with allergies right now, we've been doing a lot of Pedialyte in the Tiny Pops or bone broth in the Tiny Pops to be able to kind of help um, baby be, you know, properly hydrated. So, hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit BetterHelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. And I know that frozen or cold foods can be helpful, especially when babies are teething. But as we know, teething is a three-year-plus process. So it's not something you're like, stop all the solid foods and just do popsicles. Like, how do you envision families using the Tiny Pops beyond that pre-feeding phase past teething? Like, can bigger kids use these? Or are you going to make a mini pop? Like, for the bigger kids, spill the beans, please. So, yes, we are doing a mini pop. We're hoping that that will be in the market by the end of this year. Um, so yes, there's beans psh, spilled. The, it's important. Again, I mean, we want to develop things for babies and that continue into toddlerhood, right? A, again, a lot of the popsicles on the market are actually even too large for- I think they're toddlers. too big for adults sometimes. I'm like, this is uncomfortable and I have a huge mouth. Yes, exactly. And we're and we're experts. Like, you know, it's like if I'm struggling eating a, a popsicle and I'm a swallowing expert, like- this is too large for our toddlers. Um, and that's why a lot of, you know, toddlers tend to gravitate towards, you know, crunchier foods and other foods that kind of fit into the oral cavity. But besides that, let's talk about teething and, and how this kind of can be used. Well, popsicles are a great way to practice self-feeding, right? 
those hand and mouth movements, the lip rounding, the tongue elevation, the jaw stability, the munching skills that a baby needs to start solids. And the tiny pops are that pre-feeding tool that can quickly transition to a baby led weaning tool, right? So it's very exciting to see a four month old holding that breast milk popsicle and putting that into their mouth. And then seeing that that same handle that I designed the tiny pops with is the same handle as a tiny spoon. So we're seeing these babies just rock self-feeding as a parent really preloads that tiny spoon and offers it to baby. Baby knows exactly what to do because they've already been practicing with the tiny pops for two months, right? So if you introduce the tiny pops at four months of age, five months of age, six months of age, you know, your baby has months of that hand and mouth movement with that handle that as you preload that tiny spoon, it's really making it easy for your baby to just start to independently feed. And what this really means for parents too is we're going to have less mess, right? A lot of the families that we work with really struggle with mess. When your baby has that motor planning of their hand and mouth coordination, there's going to be less mess. We're going to allow baby to have the capacity to be able to understand their fullness cues and have more control of their fullness cues. And these frozen and cold foods are really great to offer baby a variety of temperatures, right? If we're doing, you know, warm breast milk in an open cup and or we're doing, you know, room temperature breast milk from a bottle and then we're doing, you know, popsicles with breast milk that are frozen, offering this variety of temperatures really starts to engage baby in that sensory learning that's so important for them to really understand with their mouth and with their suck, swallow, breathe synchrony. So when they start solids, they are going to be so much more prepared from a motor planning standpoint to be able to eat and most importantly, be able to protect their airway. I want to say, A, thank you for making a popsicle product that doesn't have like 500 parts. My kid's like, can you make us popsicles? And like, that's just like a hundred extra dishes. But also one thing, I know historically, you and I would kind of roll our eyes when we would see baby feeding gear products designed for four-month-olds. Because all that is, is the baby feeding gear company just trying to sell you more product. They want to expand the age range that you think you need this stuff. But we, of course, know that babies are not safe to start anything except infant milk until they're six months of age, plus showing those other reliable signs of readiness to eat. So I really just want to commend you and Easy Peasy for the way you guys have been rolling out this pre-feeding line. I know the oral development tools, Dawn was back, uh, was on the podcast back in episode 300, talking about a new product for earlier babies prior to eating. But these tiny pops are also part of that pre-feeding category. And again, this is a developmentally appropriate and safe way to be introducing your babies to these things. These other brands that you see like, oh, you can use this spoon at three months. Like, oh, really? Because you're implying that the baby's eating food at three months, which we know is not safe. So congratulations to you guys. And any thoughts just in summary about kind of your foray into this pre-feeding area? I think you guys are doing a great job. I'm sure there's a lot of strategy behind it that we don't see as consumers. Yeah, it's a new category in the juvenile space. So of course, you know, I mean, going back to the conception of Easy Peasy with the founder, Lindsay Lorraine, I mean, she designed the first ever silicone plate, the first ever silicone bowl. Like that category was not even a category in the juvenile space. And we're doing it again with pre-feeding. So that was not even, you know, it's not a category in the space. Oral development tools is not a category in the space, right? So it's being able to make a whole new category in an entire industry. But that was really what sets us apart. I mean, we're the only brand right now that has a pediatric feeding specialist that's designing the products that are really diving into the research and making products that are appropriate for babies. 
And even though the term prefeeding has been around forever with our friend, uh, Marcia Dine Klein, who you know, really started that term, really bringing that into a ginormous juvenile product space is, is a feat within itself. And so that has been uh, challenging, but of course, it's, I think we're really paving the road for you know, more research and development into that space. And I think that, as you were saying, like making products that are more appropriate is really critical to what we're doing here at Easy Peasy, what we are committed to do for our families. Just to give you like another example, especially with you, Katie, being a dietitian, is most popsicles on the market tend to be four to six ounces. And we know that babies, you know, with their little tiny tummies, that's a lot of, a lot of ounces. And so what happens when parents use those larger moles, because that's all they had before the tiny pops, they would waste a lot of breast milk or expensive formula because it's such a huge mold. The baby's drooling it. They're dropping the the popsicle. It's melting because that size is inappropriate. And so, you know, the tiny pops being able to hold just a half of an ounce, that small amount is the perfect size for baby's tummy. It's a perfect size for them to have a developmental amount that they can easily mouth on, munch on, and swallow safely. So we're actually learning how to be able to suck and swallow and breathe. Again, making that whole system to be appropriate with the amount of food so that baby can be successful in being able to protect their airway. So once we introduce baby led weaning, baby really understands how to be able to master Um, food within the mouth, liquids within the mouth, and really help to develop other developmental milestones like open cup drinking, straw drinking, you know, spoon use. And so it really can be a great way to be able to have that foundation for baby. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And we've been using your Tiny Pops a lot recently with babies before they get ready to eat, when they just start solid foods kind of for something to to do while you're getting the other food ready. Like babies just love it so much. And one thing I've noticed though, especially with, you know, the breast milk and the formula, you know, normally when you're talking about a popsicle, it's strictly carbohydrate, right? Like it's pure sugar, be that fruit sugar or added sugar, whatever the case may be, there's rarely protein or fat in your popsicle. And yet with the tiny pops, when we're making these breast milk or the infant formula popsicles, because of the very high fat content, just a heads up that they melt really quickly. So it's, Part of that whole process, you know, people say, oh, it's so messy when you do baby led weaning, but it's so important for the baby to be experiencing that. They are tasting that in a different way. They are getting that new sensation and it does just melt a little bit more quickly. So just a heads up, because I was like, is my freezer broken? Like these popsicles are melting like crazy. No, it's not the freezer. It's just the fact that the fat in there is going to cause it to melt more quickly. Um, any other considerations about using it? Like any tips? Because I know a lot of parents are interested in trying out the tiny pops and you've as the one who designed them, probably know more than anyone about how they actually function in the real world. Yeah. And going back to the melting thing that you were just talking about, I actually designed it that way. So I designed the wand to actually allow 
as baby is putting their mouth on there, you know, baby's mouths are very warm and it's going to start to melt from the tip down. Because with these other popsicle molds that are so large, they can break off into slivers. And that can actually be a choking risk for babies. Whereas ours is the way that I designed it and the way that it's for baby to be able to be put into the mouth, it will melt very quickly in order for the baby to actually learn how to suck and swallow and be able to really work on that lip rounding and that lip closure to make sure that the liquid doesn't come out of the mouth. But also because of safety concerns too, we want babies to be able to have a popsicle that's going to melt into the mouth and, and encourage that suckle and swallow pattern to be able to get them to swallow it safely. So that is, I love the info about the fat content, but from a design perspective, it was designed to melt quickly, but I'll start sharing that as well. Thanks, Katie. Sure. So for families that are listening, they want to learn more about your work and what you do. Tell us where they can go and how we can support your business, Dawn. Oh, thank you. So families can check out my blogs and other baby, toddler, and preschool feeding products that I designed for Easy Peasy. Um, they can go to easypeasyfun.com. And be sure to use Katie's discount code, which is Katie10 at checkout, which will give you 10% off. And your listeners can also find me on Instagram at Miss Dawn SLP. Dawn, thank you so much. It's always fun chatting with you. Thank you so much, Katie. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Dawn Winkleman. I always love getting to chat with her and hearing about her product and the innovation and how stuff comes to market. We were kind of touching on a couple of other pre-feeding skills and topics there in that episode. So I'm going to link to some of the other episodes that we mentioned, as well as the Tiny Pops from Easy Peasy in the description, right where you're watching or listening to this podcast episode. But also you can go to the show notes page at blwpodcast.com forward slash 338. And thank you to our partners at Airwave Media. If you guys like podcasts that feature food and science and using your brain, Airwave Media has some great podcasts. We're online at blwpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. 